Good morning, my lovelies. I hope you had a most wonderful weekend, a most wonderful week. And I hope that you have a most amazing week ahead. I'm coming to you from rope. <laughs> I am laying here on a couch, kind of reminiscing about my past week. And it was a rather long and emotional one. Um, last week, my podcast, I sat with uh, on the lanai with my favorite guy, <laughs> my dad, and we talked about our childhoods um, and some of the life lessons that came out of that. Now, I had mentioned in the podcast right before that, right before I pressed play, that we talked for about two hours. And we have the most amazing, heartfelt conversations. Um, so he had mentioned to me right before I pressed play that my biological father had a health issue. He took sick. And it threw me for a loop. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I spent 30 years uh, probably not probably, hating, hating this person. Let's, let's be honest. And, uh, and I know hate is a very strong word. And, you know, I would love to say I had a strong dislike for this person, but I hated him. I did. So when he told me that he took sick, I've had the, you know, we have at times have conversations in our head already sometimes we'll be in the thick of a conversation not really paying attention not really listening to what the other person is saying because we already have preconceived thoughts already in our head we already have the conversation played out how we think it should be going um I had a 30-year <laughs> response right in the making so when this moment came if somebody said to me took sick or he passed away my response was always going to be well sounds like it's gone you know so it blew my mind that the response that came out of my mouth was i'm very sorry to hear that you know i hope that he gets better and we continued to talk but my brain <laughs> Was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I, I tell you about my shoulder people, right? I'm going to call them my shoulder whisperers, right? You know, there's the QB one. And then there's my four agreements one. And my QB <laughs> whisperer was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're we not going to discuss this? We're just going to act like that didn't just happen? We're going to act like we didn't have a 30-year response that, you know, did not come out? <laughs> we need to discuss this. You know, so I opted to press play right after that because I was in the thick of my feelings. I was in the thick of this battle going on and I wanted to hear what it sounded like, you know, when I replayed it back, you know, like you guys, I go back and I listen, I, I listen to what it is. I'm saying and some of the things that I didn't say 
Um, so I wanted to, to be in the thick of what I was feeling and everything that I was saying um, authentically at that moment. So it threw me for a loop that that was my response. We talked about um, using negative energy to fuel our goals. You know, I said I had invited my biological to my wedding because I wanted to show him that I did the ultimate thing that people do in relationships, you know, and might be why it, one of the reasons why it didn't work. You know, my ex-husband is happily married to his partner and I happen to like her, you know, so that's his, his person. And I'm not going to say that that's the only reason why we had a whole truckload of issues, you know, but that might've been one of the issues in there where I went into the, the situation, uh, with negative fuel, you know, that I was converting into energy to show the world that, yes, I've been through some things, but I can make it. I can still come out, uh, I guess on top. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I, I persevered, right? So I, um, used that energy, all of that negativity from my childhood to fuel all of my goals. And it occurred to me at that very moment when I said, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he gets better. I'm sorry to hear that, that I had actually forgiven. So Everyone always talks about how forgiveness is for you. You have to forgive for you in order for you to move forward. And that's a very true statement. You do need to do that so that you can move forward. A lot of things uh, when it comes to forgiveness is we not only have to forgive the person so that we can um, relinquish this hold that we allow them this, this imaginary hold that we allow them to have on us, um, we need to forgive ourselves as well. You know, I was a very, uh, we'll just say energetic child. <laughs> I got myself into everything. You know, I had an older brother I, I like to follow, you know, so he played sports, I played sports, basketball, football, baseball, track. He ran track before I did. Track just happened to stick for me. You know, he got a skateboard. I wanted a skateboard because I wanted to learn how to skateboard. You know, he was doing tricks on his bike. I'm going to learn how to do some tricks on my bike too because that's just, you know, I'm going to do that too. You know, and so a lot of the things that I, I did you know, wasn't necessarily typical girl things. Right. And, um, I wasn't as, (laughs) I wasn't this delicate flower like my name. And I sometimes wondered if I was, you know, would I have gone through some of the things that I went through, you know? So that was me 
finding excuses, trying to figure out why, you know, um, these bad things happened. Um, and ultimately it's just, you know, life stuff happens, you know, and it's never to belittle, but stuff happens and people have demons. And we discussed that in the podcast. And I was very genuine when I said, you know, he had demons. And some people are able to deal with those demons and some people aren't. And it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to deal with them. And he still has these same demons that he deals with. So some people are just stronger than others when it comes to dealing with it. So I had to... You know, well, when I sat down with him a couple of years ago, we had a family meeting um, because I wanted to just I wanted to move forward. And I said, you know, I forgive you. Now I had to actually walk that path. And but I chose to not have a relationship because I felt that the energy I, I didn't need that energy in my life because I still felt like he was the same person. And I didn't need that energy in my life. I wasn't going to be able to move forward with that energy. And I guess somewhere along the way, I actually felt the forgiveness. I actually let it go and forgave. And it wasn't until that very moment when, again, my response that was supposed to be 30 years in the making was a totally different response. So what ended up happening for me this week, uh, and once I posted the podcast from last week, I, um, <laughs> I cried for like two days and was very frustrated, frustrated with my, uh, with myself crying. I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> um, Fortunately for me, like I said last week, I have these rays of sunshine in my life. I mean, these the most amazing kindreds in my life. And some of them reached out to me. Uh, I don't talk very much about my biological father. So uh, to talk about him in any way, shape or form, even to mention him was a lot for me. And um, has always been a lot for me. And, you know, so a couple of them reached out to me just to see if I was all right, you know, just to do a check-in. And, you know, the one who has been very instrumental in making sure that I started this podcast and do this podcast, shout out to her, love her for it, because every week she stays on top of me on it. Um, She reached out and she said, hey, do you want me to, she was calling me and I didn't answer And she sends me a text and she says, I mean, if you want to just answer the phone and just sit on the phone and cry, I can just listen and don't say anything. And I was just like, why would you want to do that? (laughs) You know? So she's like, I just want to make sure you're all right. So I, I called her and, you know, she's like, I, if you just want to cry, she's like, if you just want to sit here and be silent, we could do that. She's like, you want to talk about anything else? We could talk about anything else until you want to talk about that. You know, and eventually I, um, we started talking about it 
And she literally just sat there and let me ramble and cry and ramble and cry and and ramble. (laughs) You know, and it was frustrating and uh, freeing all at the same time. Um, So fast forward, uh, a couple of my kindreds, we went out to dinner and I have a... (laughs) A kindred who I believe I'm going to be the one who starts nudging her. I'm going to be the person who was the person for me. I believe she should be doing a podcast as well. She has a knack for, um, the best way I can describe it is, you know, the seesaws in the, I might be dating myself, uh, dating some of us too, right? Uh, Seesaws in the playground where you you get you get balanced, right? She has a ten she has a, a knack for seeing that you're balanced you, you have gotten into the point where you're balanced, right? You might have been on the negative side for a while and she's starting to see it. So when you get to that balance, she is like, all right, let's talk about this. Because this is the time we need to talk about it. Because we need to fill you up with as much positivity as we can so you can continue going on the positive side, you know, and it's usually, you know, when you're balanced, when you're in your rawest, raw, raw, that rawest <laughs> um, form, you, that period in your life where your feelings, your emotions are just, whew, you know, and you don't want to talk about it because as I was doing with my other kindred, you just ramble on and you just feel it's wasteful, you know, and they realize it's not wasteful. You're getting out what you need to get out. You know, we leaving all of that, all of that crap on the negative side of the seesaw. So she was like, all right, let's do this. So at dinner, (laughs) we did this. And, um, it was uh, very enlightening for me. You know, I was explaining how no one ever talks about, everyone always talks about how forgiveness is for you, right? And it, it is important for you. And it is so that you can move forward in life. It is. It is extremely important for you. It's not about the other person. It is about you letting go. Whether they let go or not is irrelevant. It is about you letting go all of that negative energy and moving forward in life. And I have used that negative energy for 30 years to fuel my life, you know, to fuel the goals that I, you know, that I accomplished. And I've accomplished a lot, you know, and a lot of it might've been to say, well, in spite of, you know, this, this, you know, I'm trying my hardest not to curse on this podcast, <laughs> on this one, you know, so this is where all the, your nose and the ums are coming from. Um, in spite of this crappy childhood, I made it, you know? And so I said to her, she's like, what's the problem then? I said, the problem is now what do I do? 
what do I use as fuel now? I have spent 30 years using this as fuel. And now I'm just trying to figure out what to fuel my body, what to fuel, you know, my life now with, right? And she says to me, she asked me, why do you need to find new fuel now? Like, why is it so important for you to find it at this very, very moment? Why can't you just when something you 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 set a goal or whatever the case may be why can't you just get your fuel then you know when you're in that moment she's like why can't you just live in your moments you have spent your whole life living in the past and using the past to fuel your present and your future. And you don't need to do that anymore. She's like, you have, you have extended forgiveness. What you believe, what you feel is an empty feeling. It's really just a, a clean tank. You, you just, you're cleansed. You're cleansed. So instead of putting that old dirty gas in there that you've been putting in, go get that 93, go get that plus, that super. And that's what you'll put in when you need to. She's like, you fuel your car when you need to. So right now, whatever gas is in there is what you're using. You're living life. You're just, she's like, you're not empty. You're living for the first time. You are living in the present for the first time. She goes, and truth be told, you've been living in the present for a while now. You just didn't realize it. And it took that moment. It took your dad saying to you, hey, your biological took sick for you to realize you have been living for you personally to realize that you've been living in forgiveness. You've been living in the present. And I'm a believer, you know, that God does things for a reason. Because he could have taken sick any moment within the last 30 years. But it just happened to be after I extended forgiveness. God said, you're ready for this right now. She's ready. You ready. You ready. You got this. And that's when it happened. And I'm for it. (laughs) It is is uncomfortable. (laughs) It is exciting because I honestly don't know what to expect out of life right now. I have been the queen of body armor and I don't go down any of these roads. I used to always say to people, I plan A, if plan A doesn't work, I have already got plan B through plan double Z already, you know, mapped out. So if plan A doesn't work and plan A should work, because for me, I'm very meticulous about it and it's supposed to work, then I got, I got this handled, right? Because I don't walk down paths that are, are unknowing, which means I don't move forward. You know, I stay in what's constant for me, what I deemed comfortable for me. And I got comfortable in that, we're going to fuel negative, take negative energy and turn it into fuel to 
do all these accomplishments. And, you know, I just didn't live. And so she said to me for the first time, you're living. And while I was sitting there, you know, having dinner with them and, you know, we, we just had the most amazing conversation, all of us about life and our trials and tribulations and our moments of living in the past and, and forgiveness. I just wanted them to understand that it, my issue wasn't necessarily uh, the forgiveness part. It was what happens in that, that moment, that moment when you realize, oh shoot, (laughs) I have actually forgiven this person. Where do we go from here? You know, after, and then afterwards, obviously it's that euphoric, oh my God, that release and that, that exhale. But it's right before the exhale where it's like, oh, wow. And if this is how you lived your life this whole time, you start to scramble a little bit. You do. I don't know about anybody else, but I did. And we talked about that. And, you know, they all said they felt that same feeling, you know, it wasn't, but it's not an empty feeling. Cause I kept saying, I don't think it's empty. It's just, I don't know what this feeling is. And as she said to me, it, you just have a clean tank. It's cleansed and you are now living in the present. You know, I even gave her a metaphor on, you know, how when you, you eat breakfast, you know, so you can fuel for the gym. And then, you know, once you're done with the gym, you're hungry again and you fuel your body again, you know, you eat your lunch and then you, you know, eat dinner and cause you fuel your body. She's like, right. She's like my point. Exactly. You're not planning your meal. You know, you just go, Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to eat this today. You know, and you fuel your body when it needs to be fueled. Otherwise, you just keep it pushing. So I'm just going to keep it pushing. (laughs) You know, I am, for the first time in my life, I am living in the present. And I feel a, a sense of freedom in doing that. And I have probably been living in this present for a while now and just didn't really realize it. You know, I probably have been living in this present the day that I started this podcast (laughs) because I would have never done this before. I would have never, I would have never even talked about my childhood. You know, it was just something that I just didn't talk about. And it does feel a sense of freedom. I feel lighter, you know, just letting it all go. And yes, it helped shape who I am now. But once you give that forgiveness, it's no longer needed. You know, it's it, it, it was a crutch. It was my cane. And I don't need it anymore. Like I'm double dutching right now. <laughs> You know, so, and I'm ecstatic about it. And, and and again, I'm I'm uncomfortable and nervous and scared, and, but I'm I feel a huge sense of freedom. You know, so I think I needed to get through that. It was a very long week, <laughs> but like I said, I am 
blessed. And even with that, because I didn't necessarily, I've had the same group of friends, the same group of people since I was younger. Um, and didn't really let too many people in and too many new people in, you know? So I am blessed that they let me in, (laughs) into their lives, into their space, into their hearts. And you know, um, which allowed me to let them in. And I am truly blessed for that. So yes, forgiveness is, is for you. And then once you realize you've forgiven, there is a moment, I guess, well, for me it was, and you know, some of the people I've spoken to about this, you know, that, that moment that's just like, wow, okay what door do I go through now? Because that door literally locks that life lock commercial with click, you know, and it's like, you can't go back to that. So now what do you do? And you you live as she said to me, as my Kendra said to me, you just live. Now you get to live your life. So I'm living my life. I will end this podcast as I end every podcast. Every day, every day, every day, my lovelies. Aspire to inspire.